I almost forgot to flip down my mic. That would have been a bad episode. And some weird audio. And I almost also clicked on the thing when it says this meeting is being recorded and it says continue or it says leave meeting. I almost clicked on the leave meeting again. I was actually just thinking about that. Someone's definitely done that in like a work call before. Like someone's had to record something for, for, you know, HR or something. And, you know, Bob from marketing has definitely hit no. And like, there's been that awkward silence where everyone's like, uh, Bob, uh, I think Bob left. Bob. The other week I was on a Zoom call with a group of people and I haven't been on Zoom in a long time with a group. Of, this is the only thing I do on Zoom now. This is me and you on Zoom, two people. We got a good dynamic going. We can usually tell when the other person's going to speak. But like during the middle of a presentation with like somebody sharing their screen with a PowerPoint, there's like a dog barking in the background. Somebody forgot to mute themselves. So the phone goes off and you hear them talking on the phone and then the presenter has to stop the presentation and try to like manually mute that person or get a hold of them so they can mute it. And I was like, oh my God, I forgot. It sucks, it sucks so bad. That's what really is. And it's like, do you say something like, oh, Jim, you're, I think you're not muted, bud. <laughs> or like, uh, I, th- I think, I think, I think uh, Mark, Mark is frozen. Mark, or, or when, Mark, oh, you go for it. No, please. But, you know, but it's a question, like an answer thing. And somebody raises their hand or does a little button thing. And then they don't unmute themselves. And the whole class is like, you're not, you're not unmuted. It's you got press the so talk bad. <laughs> it sucks so much. And I do not miss that aspect of it. I had an experience like that not that long ago. And I hadn't had one of those in like a year. It was wild, which I'm pretty thankful for. I'm sure, I mean, a lot of people still are, that's their daily life. So I, I can understand. I know. I could not sit on a Zoom call all day. I would lose my mind. Yeah, that'd be tough. Although maybe, you know, maybe if my job was podcast, that was my job. Yeah, if we make enough money to make it your job, that'd be cool. So sponsors, if you're listening, <laughs> please. You're listening to Ketchup Cast, the podcast where, believe it or not, we do not discuss condiments. Actually, we do have a link and it's in every episode description. If you do want to support us listeners, you can send us, you know, if you want to buy us a cup of coffee, I'm sure you, know, you could send us we five a Patreon bucks yet? We don't. We just have whatever Anchor has set up for us. We have. Do we have any premium content? Uh, well, we'd have to have premium members to have premium content, right? I feel like that's the way. I don't know. What should we do for premium content? <laughs> what could be more premium than what we already do? Uh, <laughs> it's a terrible idea. And don't. Uh, no, never mind. Well, I guess I have to say it now. You get to find out where Isaac lives and works and <laughs> and the school he went to. <laughs> you learn the CIA secrets. You get the, you get the, the Isaac dossier. The, the Isaac documents. Yeah, that would be unclassified, uh, declassified. I mean, That's the... I would have to disappear. Yeah, you, know, you find out Isaac's true. Uh, what's it called when they uh, when you like witness a crime or you like witness protection court? witness protection program? Right, you you get the witness protection files. <laughs> it, it it's yours for one donation of twenty nine ninety nine to our Patreon. Yeah. The funny thing is the only people I can imagine actually paying for that already know right. they're our moms. Yep. <laughs>
But mom, I'd love some money if, if you're just feeling generous. <laughs> all right. All right. It's just Christmas, man. Why can't you be thankful for what you got for Christmas? I am thankful, but rent's coming up and, you know. Let's not, not beg for money just on the Christmas. I have no episode. shame. I'll beg for it. <laughs> Technically, I, I think this may be, if I get my shit together and edit one more episode before the end of the year, this, this episode we're recording right now may be our first one of the new year. Oh, wow. Cool. So in light of that, this, this occurred to me at work, just either this will be a fun bit or it'll be nothing and we can cut it. What, what, do, what do you think 2022 is like so far? Since the listeners are there, we're not yet. Um, what do I think 2022 is like? There's a lot of twos in that. Wow. I, I didn't think about that until now. There's a lot of twos. Can you imagine it being February of like February 2nd of 2022? Well, this actually, this is buck wild that you mentioned this because. Yeah. February 22nd, 2022. Uh-huh. Yeah. 22222 is a Tuesday. Oh, wow. So. That's a lot. 22222 on a Tuesday. Yeah going down on a tuesday so if this episode comes out comes out you know before then that's something to look forward to i guess listeners is whether the tuesday. episode comes out on that date or not that should be the title of the episode two 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 yeah two 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 two, 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 two. two. Or, am i putting like two, slashes two, in between tuesday. it's up to you dealer's choice much to consider uh you had some things you want to talk about this week i did have several things not really several it was like two by the way, I like your sweatshirt. Oh, thank cool. you. Right, so this, listeners, just so you all know what we're talking about, it's, it just says chicken fingers. The sweatshirt is just, just chicken fingers on it. I got an ad for this. Like, it just popped up in my Instagram mm-hmm. feed. I was like, ha, that's a funny sweatshirt. I'd wear that. But then I remembered I'm an adult and have a bank account and disposable income. So I do wear it. it now. It was 20 there bucks. It wasn't even that expensive. Nice. It kind of looks like a, like a college font, you know? Chicken finger you. Yeah, I heard it too. As soon as I said it, you made, you made a face. I heard it as well. Like you got your uh, your like, you know, across the across the chest, white letters on a blue. with the blue. Yeah, yeah, it looks very college sweatshirt like. Like flannel. Thanks, dude. I got this at a at a thrift store too. This is a really cool one because it's a wool one, but Ooh. it has the snap buttons. See, listen, I'm gonna get it close to the mic. Ready? ASMR. I didn't hear that. You didn't hear that? No. Oh, I heard. I heard that one. Ooh, crisp. You hear that one? One more. Good. Good stuff. That's great. Welcome yeah. to ASMR cast. Very stoked about that. Button, button cast. That's so shaved, so that's feeling weird. It's always a strange feeling when you have like more face than you remember having. No longer the mountain man look, but that's cool. No, you look like a member of society. What happened? uh for my new assignment for the cia i had to you know blend in anyways i feel like a lot has happened since since we've chatted last this month this month has like flown by faster than any month has december has been weird like i feel like i blinked and and you know it's 2022 in four days i think part of that is the resistance to christmas being here like like I'll turn on the radio in the car and it'll be Christmas music and I'll be like, ah, it's it's too early. It's too early. And then I'll like change it. And I realized like, ah, it's too early. It's too early. And I was like, wait, wait, wait. It's Christmas Eve. Like, <laughs> like this is the time. <laughs> and yet 
<laughs> it did. It did feel decidedly un un Christmassy. Really? For most most of this month, I feel like. And part of that is, you know, the job snow. Well, I got we got snow right before, and then it all melted Christmas Day. Christmas Day was like rainy and icky and warm, but the days preceding it were freezing and snowy and wonderful. Yeah. But I feel like you know, 2021 has been a year untethered from the passage of time. Like the whole year has just sort of happened, and none of it's really made an impact on me. I don't know if you feel a similar way. Uh, but I think that made Christmas, the fact that it was Christmas, sort of a, a bizarre thing. I don't know. With my job right now, I have such a tight focus and such a like honed life that it's hard for me to. My passage of time is weird, anyways. That's but true. I, I don't feel in sync with the universe. I just feel focused on my mission. And that's cool. That's a very inspiring thing to feel. I, I'm worried that whatever I do next, I'm not going to have that focused, sustained mission. But when you're on that mission grind, it's like the pace of the world doesn't matter. You're just on mission. You know, it could be whatever, but I don't know. It, it's hard to explain. But uh, that's kind of how I'm feeling about the passage of time and the holidays coming up. And then you like blink and you're like, oh, it's Christmas. Cool. I'll spend some time with some family and, and friends. Oh, it'll be great. And then you like go back to the mission grind and you're like, all right. It, the, the world just shrinks down so tightly. And, you, so, and you're, I mean, it's, it's going back and forth for you. So that's got to be an interesting sensation. But like, yeah, you've got a, a foot in two worlds as, you know, all the great fantasy heroes do. You get new glasses yeah i got them they look great man they look good. thank you i uh i the ones i was wearing prior to this i got in 2019 so they were pretty old at this point mm-hmm. uh didn't fit and were scratched to hell so i got these and they also don't fit because i was having them adjust them with a mask on so they don't actually fit my face the way my face really is they fit my face with a mask uh, so i have to go back and they look sophisticated they look like a uh a... Maybe this is like not a compliment anymore, but they make you look older, wiser. You know, you know, when you're like young and saying, oh, you look so young and or you look so handsome, you look older than what your age is. That's like a compliment compliment. up until a certain point. And then it starts like not become a compliment. Have we reached that point? I don't know. I, I don't think so. I don't think so yet. I forgot. I completely forgot my age the other day. So that like I never know how old I am. I work with four-year-olds my age is just old I mean, that, that's all it needs to be like genuinely i thought i was like 21 or like 22 years old and it was 2020 again i mean it might as well be yeah very little has redo. changed we get a redo. i would love a redo on the past two years actually well if they didn't shoot that gorilla we can't we can't go down the Harambe rabbit hole. Like we've never done in this podcast, but like the world does not need another Harambe rabbit hole for people to go down. I didn't shoot that gorilla, man. It really was the beginning of it all though. Shit was never the same after that. Really wasn't. I don't, I don't know what, what we can do about it. Uh, discover time travel and not shoot that gorilla. I don't know. You shoot the kid instead. I feel like this is a, no, stop. <laughs> can't say that. <laughs> I feel like this is a weird, like, like if there was ever a time for me to believe that somebody went back in time and messed something up enough to like create a cause, like a cascade of crazy negative effects. Uh, I feel like we're kind of living in that. We're in the, the, somewhere. the dark alternate 
Back to the Future Part 2 timeline. Yeah. I saw someone tweet a while ago. I can't remember the exact phrasing. But it was like, hindsight is twenty twenty. Now seems like it's a weird, sarcastic time traveler, like, warning or something. It kind of is. That I wonder if that's going to ruin that. Uh, yeah. One of my buddies when I was in college was like, man, I'm so excited for 2020. It's going to be sweet. 2020 vision, baby. And he, like, imagined having, like, the 2020 glasses vision, like, that you w- would wear to, like, a Times Square ball drop new year's eve thing because that was also i forget what maybe that was like the year we we're going to graduate or something yeah well no. see it's been you've already how soon you forget see it's like 2020 like looking forward to it so much it's gonna be sweet and then like and then it was the, the, <laughs> the beginning of the worst uh time ever like his vision for 2020 it was, it was flawed like like my life vision for 2020 is like graduate and then go do this awesome thing or whatever. And then, yeah. And no one could have foreseen this. So I made this meme. This meme is from December 30th, 2019. Okay. I mean, it's not that funny of a meme. I just, I feel like me making it impacted the vibes. We're going back way. to meme, meme review. Just briefly. Uh, wow. That's pretty true. That's You're fair. not going to describe it? That's how we do meme review. You describe the meme to the audience. It says me thinking 2020 is my year. And then it's Ethan in a sweatshirt with some clown makeup on. It's from December. It's a filter. It's a filter. Do you think I sat down with like a full like palette of makeup and was like, yes, for the meme, I will paint my face. It's weird what they can do for with filters these days. It's unnerving. I, I don't love. I don't know. I feel like. They can turn you into a Pixar person now. Like, I don't want... I also don't... Uh, it's deceiving. I, I don't like the... Like, what do you really look like? Show me what you re- who you really are. Because, like, I don't know. Do you have freckles or do you just have the freckle filter on? Is your room really sepia colored or is that just the filter? I feel like if the filter is making your room sepia colored, it is also going to make you sepia colored. True, but, like, is it just dusk where you're at? There are some day for night filters where you can change the sky color behind you. I don't know. I don't really use Snapchat that much. I don't know what the new the new stuff is. There's one that makes you into Shrek. I use that one sometimes. I don't I don't think that's deceiving anyone. Hopefully not deceiving anyone. I'm not Shrek. Yeah, if anyone was was confused, I'm very much not Shrek. This is a good episode Um, so far. (laughs) It's been going good, man. We're we're rolling. it's always fun to do the stops and starts. And then you're like, oh, I'm kind of rusty at this since I haven't done it in a couple of weeks. Like some of our best bits come out of that. We find like a weird bull- bullshit like vein to, to mine for a while and it turns into something good or doesn't. And that's just part of the fun too. It does dive deeper, I think, than the ones that are consistent. Well, how was your, how was your Christmas, man? What, tell me about that. My Christmas was good. I uh, went home to my parents' house for Christmas Eve and half of Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got to see my grandma and I got to see my sister and my parents and my parents' cats. Uh, and it was weird. The last Christmas morning I spent there was like 2019 in college. So like it's mm-hmm. been a long time, but it felt very familiar. You know, that was, that's, you know, traditions always feel sort of familiar. Yeah. I think even if you fall out of them. But it was it was bizarre to like fall back into the Christmas stuff pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Um, it was cozy. It was nice to just sort of hang out and 
the bed I grew up sleeping in, I'm realizing is a very uncomfortable bed. Um, <laughs> I, I got like a brand new mattress, really nice mattress when I moved up here. And it's yeah. great. And it is so cushy and perfect, but like not too cushy. I don't want to like get eaten by my mattress every night. But the one I have in my childhood bedroom, on my childhood bed that I slept most of my life on is like hard and thin and noisy. And I don't understand how I never took issue with it. Because it, it's a dispo- like, I don't know, you know, your parents bought that bed knowing you move out when you're 18 and use it. Yeah, but that's 18 years a- on a crappy bed. I don't think you, well, yeah, but like use it twice a year for 10 years That's, after yeah. that. I don't know. You know, like it doesn't, I was getting so bad sleep one night this week. Well, okay. Let me, let me rewind my last, the during the off time that we didn't talk, I was getting bad sleep. So I decided to sleep in my sleeping bag and my lay mat on my bedroom floor next to my bed, which was great. And I got so much better sleep. Then when I was staying with some friends family of mine so a a friend of mine from the cia and from canoeing and we uh we spent christmas at his family's house and you know there's other family staying there and other siblings and stuff so there's like kind of no room at the inn so i'm putting my backcountry sleeping setup with my air mattress and my sleeping bag in the basement which is great because i love sleeping cold and like I said, I get better sleep in that than I do, you know, on a couch or even in my own bed sometimes. So that was great. Um, but I did wake up in my sleeping bag thinking I was at work, which was <laughs> weird. Well, happens often though, um, whether I'm in my sleeping bag or, or not. But uh, anyways, I forget where I was going with this. I think I just wanted to say that, yeah, it's weird that you get used to something and I get used to sleeping in my sleeping bag in my sleeping mat and my bed feels very foreign even though it is a very comfortable bed. I don't know. I guess when I flew home for a vacation, I slept in my childhood bed. But that was just weird, period, no matter what bed it is, because I'm used to sleeping in a sleep bed. Uh, yeah. The, I've spent two nights in my childhood bedroom since I moved here mm-hmm. a year and a half ago. And it both, not like, very strange to, like, look around the room with the lights off, and, like, it's such a familiar sight. Oh, you know, yeah. I grew up, the bed. my bed has not moved positions since, like, I was 14. So it's like, it's the same, same setup. I had everything memorized, but to like have gotten so used to what my apartment looks like at night and what the view from that bed looks like. And to suddenly be in, it's like a time warp almost. Do you ever get the feeling that it's like, all right, that's trips over. You're back to being a 17 year old again. I enjoy reverting a little bit. Yeah. Mostly because then I don't have to do my own laundry. Thank you, mom. You're the best. <laughs> uh, or cook my own meals. Thank you, mom. You're the best. Yeah. But, you know, you sort of, we've talked about the multiple selves before on this podcast, but there exists like a version of us in our hometown that I feel like I sort of become when I go, Hmm. you know, our hometown, Ethan, is not the same as Rochester, Ethan, is not the same as college. Did you see anybody besides family when you were back uh, in hometown? I saw my buddy Ben when I was home for Thanksgiving but mm-hmm. no one besides my immediate family for Christmas. Gotcha. It's also weird because like I have a cat, right? And and leaving home, him home alone for a night is not a big deal, but I get so stressed about it. Mm-hmm. Like not knowing what he's up to. And, and so that I was sort of eager to get back here anyway. Yeah. Just to make sure he's okay. And he's fine. I mean, obviously he's fine. It's a night and he's a cat and he doesn't 
need constant attention. Mm-hmm. Right, buddy? See, he's not even looking at me. He can't see. I saw him jumping on the top of the chair there over there. Yeah. He loves that spot. It's like shaped to him now because he doesn't ever leave it. Hmm. Nice. Um, which is adorable. Have you, I mean, you, you've been home, what, once? Yeah, once. But I, yeah. And did you see yeah. any? Right, we hung out here, but did you see anyone from, from home? Not really. I guess what I'm trying to, to, to get at is that uh, when I went with my buddy, we went into his hometown mm. that he hasn't been to in a long time. And he's like seeing all these people that he hasn't seen in a while. And like, he's like this kind of celebrity when you come back from not being there for a long time. And that was really entertaining to walk around with somebody and, and to experience that and everybody to be like, Oh, I haven't seen you in years. How you doing? Oh, a glimpse okay. into yeah, you know, and then uh, kind of go from there. So it's kind of kind of fun to to live vicariously through that. And I wonder if I were to go home. I, I mean, when I went home, I had kind of a mission. I was there for a couple nights. I wanted to see you, and then we're going on vacay. But I wonder, you know, wandering around, bumping into people that are still there. You know, I don't know what I'd talk about with people if I bumped into them. Hey, Ethan, I haven't seen you in a long time. How you doing, man? What have you been up okay, to? Okay, yeah, yeah, yes, you, there, there's the small talk. but like, What would your response to that be? You, let's role play this because you just like yeah, yeah. through. So where, where are we? Let's set the scene. We're walking down Main Street. You just came out of Viddler's. You're going over to uh, to the theater to see a movie. You know What movie? Oh, I don't this know. is important. I got I to gotta feel the, what's the weather uh, like? Pro, it's kind of chilly. You're wearing a coat. You got a scarf on. Um, you're, you're reading the the sayings on the garbage can <laughs> as you're walking down the, the brick street. Uh, I'm gonna say it's Spider-Man: No Way Home because it's ironic because you're home. And I also haven't seen that movie. I'm sure. You, no. Would you no, I, no, I'm I I'd be stoked. I want to see it, but like I I don't drive, so getting to movie theater is an issue. You know, pan- pandemic is bad again. Yeah, fair enough. And no offense to Spider-Man fans, but a lot of those folks are not vaccinated. All right, back into our... Anyway, back we're here. back in our... In this, <laughs> damn, what, 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 I'm, what I'm trying to get you to do, I do a lot of this <laughs> is is setting the scene for like a Dungeons & Dragons role play. I'm trying to sort of put you in this so you see what it's like for me every week. Mm-hmm. And let's, let's put it on somebody from... I'm trying to think like what... Uh, is this a person I like, like someone I, I am friendly with, or is this like... Okay, since we love our high school um, deep dives here, it's like a middle ground friend that you'd be excited to see, but not like top, like a B-tier friend from high school that you haven't uh, seen since okay. high school. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Not the A-tier list that you're like, oh my God, Isaac, I... Ah. Like, I just put oh, myself you, you think? tier Yeah, I was going to say, that's a... <laughs> You you are, but that's just a bold <laughs> assumption to make about someone <laughs> in your relationship with them. But like a like a B tier friend. Yeah. So C would be like, oh hey dude, like wave, but like, you know, not not a conversation. These just are like, like wave, but acknowledge like presence. Fairly close, like maybe we're at the same lunch table, but we weren't like hanging out. Yeah. At at the park, kind of friends. Yes. Okay. And you approach. And we're just passing are we are we in the movie theater no are we like passing uh how about this they're coming out of the theater and you're well, going I want to talk the to theater. them i don't want spoilers 
No, 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 no. I'm, I'm and, being adversarial for comedic effect. you're in there early, right? Because you want to get a good seat. You want to get your popcorn, all this kind of stuff. So you get in there early and, you know, you want to see all the trailers for the other MCU movie things and the pre-roll, I don't know, whatever. The, yeah. And you kind of make eye contact as, as they come out. And as you're like walking up from that side of the street, you're like, oh, hey, Ethan. Whoa. Oh, I didn't wow. know you were Hi. back in town. Yeah, just, so, you know, the holidays. Yeah, because they got the lights. Oh, I didn't realize that. Anyway. Yeah, the wreath. Look at the, look at the wreath. Really? I thought it was it was March 10th. No, I'm just messing with you. Um, so what have you been up to, man? Oh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm working uh, at a daycare in, uh, in Rochester now. Oh, cool. Do you like that? Yeah, you know, kids, right? They're, you know, they're a lot. But what are you up to? Um... I, if I told you, I'd have to kill you. Oh, but but it's it's really fun. It's great. yeah, yeah. Where are you at these? Are you, you in town or are you you out somewhere? Um, I I, I also can't tell you that. This I, is not I, a good I, conversation. <laughs> I feel like I'm. Possible. It's you taking and me giving. This this is not a. <laughs> now I remember why we never hung out. It's good to see you. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> this is where it falls apart because like just make something know. up isaac <laughs> you know, i'm terrible at that um oh yeah man i uh you know i stayed in town you know after i after we graduated high school you know went to community college got yeah. got that going and um you know finished that but now i i uh i just work here at um uh it's like a non-offensive, like you're doing okay for yourself, but I'm not going to judge you for it. This is this is going to come down to your your classist views, Isaac. Uh, Why not just make them a barista? They work at they work at the like a cafe. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but like uh, you know, now they have an associate. It's like like they should you know. I would think they could be doing a little bit better for themselves. You know, then you, you say that degrees like, mean nothing nowadays, Isaac. I know that's that's why. I, just signed up to get another one but that's another story just, just say they're barista or something or they work at you know they're a business partner at fisher price or something i don't know not a business partner that's a wildly high position to have <laughs> for eight years whatever whatever we are so in high school hard. what if, what do my peers do i don't know see i've been working for the cia so long i don't know what what 20 somethings do for their life we, we've um, lost the plot a little bit of this role play um uh hold on one sec uh, I'm 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 thinking and, and looking. Are you looking up jobs? No, no we're not no. LinkedIn for this this role play. Well, you know, I wanted to brush up on my resume and you know maybe send out a couple of cover letters and just kind of you know yeah oh yeah, yeah see out the field you know see what's going on um but but right now yeah yeah I work at Taste you know I'm I'm just there you know uh, part time right now and and finishing up school trying to you know do that but uh no I, I like it you know of course i wish i was doing something else but um yeah, yeah me too but you know you gotta take what you can get right what do you, what what would you be doing if you wanted to do you know what do you think your next move is well actually i just published a book uh here i'll, I'll pull it up on you pull the out real quick that's a you just <laughs> pull i've actually got a copy right here you know hey it's uh it's 11.99 <laughs> I even sign it, you know, you get a, a bonus there. Really, dude, I knew you were into that writing stuff, but that's really awesome that you made that happen. Wow, that's cool. You know, it's just about stick. You know, 
took now, me a long time but you also made those movies in high school i remember too seeing like some of those on youtube and like you and uh those other dudes you know making those films what you still doing that uh, it's been hard since the pandemic started i what at what point do we end this role play i'm breaking character for a second because I, I don't really remember why we started this role play and i feel like uh, it's it's going to be half the episode now we were oh I was talking about my experience hanging out with a friend of mine who goes back to his hometown. Yes, that's has right. That celebrity status of like, oh, how you doing? Oh, and like navigating those conversations. I could make small talk. I mean, I I've been a little this will come as no shock. I've been a little jokey about it while we've been doing this role play. I've been doing a little bit of a goof. <laughs> I think if I was in that situation, I could probably manage okay. You could talk your way out of it, yeah. Probably. Especially if I had a movie to get to, I could probably be like, well, well, it's like, uh, you know, only uh, 45 minutes till the movie starts. I should get in there. Yeah, yeah I got to get, you know, the popcorn. <laughs> movie theater popcorn does hit different, though. I don't know the last time you had movie theater popcorn. It really does, man. It, nothing like it. I don't know. I mean, it's just it's just gross amounts of butter and oil, I'm sure, is the secret. Yeah. But have you ever gone to an AMC movie theater where you, you put the butter on yourself? No. They have this. It's the same dispenser that the people would use behind the counter but you have to do it and it's so much worse when you're the one doing it why because you can see that it's like you can see the fact that it's not butter that it or is just this weird oil is, yeah. and you can see i had a friend who would fill up three separate cups that's gross or well, no fill up a cup to use three separate times so then you put some on top and then you'd eat that and you do the next layer of popcorn then you eat that y'all know about that i don't know they i never tried it. they they swore by it but you know he's their own yeah that was a fun little role play that was. I feel like we had to do more bits like that. Get your acting muscles worked again. And get yours, you know, start stretching. <laughs> You've been in a movie. You've been in a couple movies, Isaac. What are you talking about? In, in some of our movies, you know, we were just talking about how, you know, I was making those movies in high school. Keenan brought this up on the last, the last episode on, on I, our 50th. You were in a I couple was, of these films. I was the one you could rely on to consistently not take what was going on seriously and curtail like i had my own agenda and that was like you were the antagonist of the film set i kind of was yeah i feel bad for that i really do like like i don't know i i was a dick i mean i don't know it's just like what it was we were like 14 who cares yeah but i it's important it's important to take your friends passions seriously and to not be like a jerk about it Cause like that's what that's what ruins people. I said we we made fun of you so much for the summer camp thing to your face. I, this isn't like a revelation. Like oh, we made fun of Isaac behind his back. We made fun of you to your face about this. And luckily, I had enough passion to push through that and feel. And and we were the same way. You 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 know jo- joshed around on our yeah. our film sets, and you know it was you know we had enough passion that we got through it. The difference was you weren't coming to summer camp and messing up my day. You know, like that's what. That's what, like, men who are insecure in their masculinity just, like, make fun of other men's passions. Oh, you like filming? <laughs> That's not as badass as cooking steak and chopping down trees. Like, come on, man. Like, but if that's your passion and that's what you want to do, like, I don't know. It, it, it also was hard for me to feel included, so I felt like I had to make myself the center of intention in order I to... I get that uh, very much. I, you know... Many memories of, of post... Um post all that stuff high school where I like overdid everything in an attempt to like feel a part of any, of, of 
stuff. So I, I get that. But when I think back to those film sets, this didn't, I didn't mean to turn this into like a catharsis episode. Um, but apparently, you know, it's the new year. It's, this is 2022 now, as you're listening, you know, it's all about new year is all about catharsis and, and healing and stuff. Uh, when I think back to those film sets and to goofing around, I just, I have fond memories. I have no better memories. I know some people, me probably included, were a little salty about it mm-hmm. when it was happening. But when I think back to it now, when I watch the bloopers, like, it's just fun. Yeah, that's true. And that's the important thing, I think, is, is you know, what the legacy is. The writers like to see. Uh, you didn't we need to get out of this this catharsis hole all right or we could dig deeper we i've got topics but do we want to keep digging a catharsis hole let's 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 hit one of your topics and if it sucks us back in it sucks us back in we'll do we'll do an innocuous topic i sent you two one is just making fun of a song i don't necessarily want to do that because it's just a sad song the other one i sent you was just two words funny kids so i work with pretty young children who, you know, at a young age, it's hard to grasp for the like subtlety of some things like subtlety of humor or of like tone and stuff. Kids mm-hmm. tend to take a lot of things at face value at that age. Yes. But they're sort of at that age where they're starting to play around with that subtlety and like observe it a little bit. Mm-hmm. So this is this is two instances. It's just conversations that made me laugh that I think you would appreciate, too. Uh, the first one, I have the kids come back and use the bathroom before nap time every day because I don't want them to have accidents. So this kid comes back and she sits down and she says, Mr. Ethan, I'm cold. And me being me, I said, oh, hi, cold. I'm Mr. Ethan. Good job. She said, I didn't say my name was cold. I said, I feel cold. And I said, oh, I'm sorry. I was trying to be funny. She said, Mr. Ethan, how are you? You want to know how I am? She said, yeah. I said, well, I'm tired. And this kid goes, hi, tired. I'm cold. She gotcha. Which not only is a complete, like, putting me in my place, but also a callback to me calling her cold. Like it's, it's these, this two, it, I was very impressed by the construction of this joke. And the other instance was another, I, I don't know why my, all my jokes are also around when these kids are, are lining up to go to the bathroom. It's just potty humor, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, this girl said, Mr. Ethan, I got to go potty. And I said, actually, you're not allowed to. And she gave me a look and said, you're just joking, Mr. Ethan. And I said, yeah, I'm just joking. Go ahead. <laughs> and she walks past me and she says, Mr. Ethan, I know all your jokes and they're not funny. <laughs> nice. Uh, and then a little later, she said, you're a clown, Mr. Ethan, which was just hurtful, but maybe accurate. I don't know. That is kind of, that, that's rough. But then she got a bunch of other kids like, yeah, Mr. Ethan's a clown. You're a clown, Mr. Ethan. And you're not funny. Oh, no. So that was, it just made me laugh. It was, especially the, the, the dad joke being turned on me. You didn't see that one coming? No. She's four. The Padawan has become the master. Honestly, I've never been put in my place so firmly before. I was so proud. Well, you are a white dude. So like, uh, I don't know. If it was, I, you know, I've never been put in my place ever. So maybe it was good that it happened. Yeah. By a four-year-old. But I am going to go on Joe Rogan and, and complain about it now. <laughs> That's, I've got a call scheduled after this. It's me and Joe Rogan. Dude, if we could get Joe Rogan. I don't want Joe Rogan on this podcast. What would you talk to Joe Rogan about? Joe, Rogan, Joe Rogan's our, our next guest. What are we talking to Joe Rogan about? Dude, what's it like to talk uh, to all those different people? I would think about it. I would prepare for it. Yeah, you, Like, no offense, man, but I don't really prepare for this podcast very much. But if Joe Rogan was on Oh, I can it, tell you. You put no work. You didn't send me a single topic. Uh, Dude, I was 
The problem with my life <laughs> is that 80% of it is now working for the CIA, which I can't talk about. And then that affects other parts of my life, which then become this like tangential, like, oh, that was funny because of this thing that happened at the CIA. Now I can't talk about it. So it's like, it's hard to find things for me to talk about. That it's like, okay. Oh, I want to share that. That's not okay. just like regurgitation of other media. You know what I mean? I gotcha. We but, did talk about Squid Game for like half an hour last time. So I think it's okay to regurgitate. We're talking about Joe Rogan though. And I think it'd be cool to talk to Joe Rogan. I don't think he's like, I, I don't know. I, I'm not like worshiping the feet that Joe Rogan stands on and believing everything that he says or like listening to his doctrine super seriously. But I'm more just like, this dude has really interesting people on. That's true. He probably have some cool stories to tell. And whether I believe in whatever they're saying or not, at least I can hear it from their voice. I was, I was listening to another podcast about a podcast about Joe Rogan's podcast, and which now you're listening to on a podcast. So bingo. Um, that was saying that podcasts are like genuine. Like you hear things out of people's mouths. Yeah. And if it's like recorded, you like see them say it which is even more genuine than like reading an article or like where it's been edited and, and yeah or curated yeah or whatever or like even a book or like stuff like that it's like it, it's media that feels so much more genuine because you're hearing it and seeing it coming from somebody's mouth in a conversational style rather than some put together article that could be fake news or needs to be fact-checked or whatever you know like not that podcasts can't be misleading and people can't lie and I don't know, they can make your voice say whatever they want, but still, I don't know. Yeah, that's different. cool. Yeah. Well, cause it's, it's almost like it's a, at least in our case, I mean, it literally is just chatting, like just catching up. There's no, like, we have no agenda. There's nothing we're trying to prove. Sometimes. On a, on a macro scale. I'm sure we have, we come to this episode with our own micro agendas and it's to win. Every episode is a battle. <laughs> Uh, for, Between for Isaac and Ethan, <laughs> and the winner, the world may never know. But the listeners, if they want to chip in and, and you know promote, if you want to, whoever makes more money, <laughs> let, let the battle begin. Here we go. But it, I mean, it is you know everything we say is just our genuine thoughts, and that's yeah. It's almost like a verbal journal, kind of. Yeah, very much so. Which I guess is what a conversation is too. Uh. Not when you don't record it, though. There's just noise going out into the world. You don't think everything's not... You don't think your conversations are being recorded? All the time, anyways? All the time. You, see those birds you know what I think is it? funny? People who are like, I'm not going to get the vaccine. I don't want to be tracked by the government. And then they'll like type that out on their phone to go onto Facebook. Yeah. And it's like, hmm. hmm. I don't, you don't see the... Uh, okay could somebody explain that to them because like I, I i really don't want to you know what i'm saying i'm right there with you like unless you're like doing smoke signals and like carrier pigeons i i'm pretty sure but even the pigeons i mean those are government drones so those are still being tracked yeah smoke signals probably not so much i don't know it's probably like a, a satellite somewhere that monitors that <laughs> tracking all smokes it's like one guy's job like just one guy in the saddle he's obsessed he's got like a dark room 
and like 50 <laughs> screens all around him. He's like, oh, uh, God, God. what about a telegram? What about a like a Morse code like beep 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 beep? That's that's easily traceable because that's on wires. You know what they can't trace though is when you broadcast on a radio frequency and you say a series of numbers and then they can't tell who's receiving that radio frequency right like they can only tell where it's broadcasting from right they can't tell where it's being received from because that's just out in the world yeah and so you pick up that radio frequency with a any radio anywhere and then you decode that list of numbers and then you like go assassinate some dude these are the things you learn in the cia is this personal experience you're referring to yeah they're called like number stations like they're definitely a thing what i'm saying is like that's a way that the government won't track your talk. But you think if we like recorded all our conversations and then uploaded them to a publicly accessible RSS feed, that might not be the most secure thing? I mean, saying the government could probably like, yeah, here, oh, maybe, yeah, it's possible that that uh, that putting something on the internet is, you know, accessible to not not only the government really. I mean, but to like anybody who wants it. You know, I mean, especially when you offer it for free, I think the one thing, if you wanted it to be accessible to the most amount of people and especially the government, make it free, you know. And this is our way of introducing our premium membership. (laughs) You don't hear what the government doesn't want you to hear. (laughs) It's 50 bucks. (laughs) Unfiltered truth. (laughs) What's really in the vaccine? Oh, no, no, no. I don't have another. I don't have another talking point. By the way, I did get my my booster the other day. Hell yeah! Boy, boy did that put me on Kick the couch, ass. man. Oh, what a so you? I don't know. If we've ever discussed what uh, specific shots we got. Did you get Moderna or Pfizer or? Uh, I think I got Moderna across the board. That's what I did too. I really didn't have much of a reaction to the booster. That's interesting that you did. Moderna man, fifty percent Moderna by now. I'm a Moderna major general. <laughs> um that's a really good joke that's gonna land for maybe five percent of our no knowing who listens to our show most of our audience is gonna understand that reference uh, do you understand that reference moderna major general is that from the star wars thing where she like rams the other ship and the other one no it's from this was like my dream my dream role my dream theater role i played it a couple years ago did we never talk about this on the show i don't have the same dreams you have because because you sleep in your bed and, and I sleep in you my sleep on the floor, yeah. Sleep on the floor in my sleeping bag. So our dreams aren't connected. It's a so there's this these guys called Gilbert and Sullivan. They wrote a bunch of operas a uh, hundred something years ago. They have one called the Pirate or probably two hundred something years ago. Pirates of Penzance, and then one of their songs is "I Am the Very Model of a Modern Major General." It's one of the most famous songs in musical theater history. You've definitely heard it before because mm-hmm. it's been parodied to death. The tune is very. Uh, maybe I'll throw a clip in. Because it's public domain. Uh, you know what? No, because you can't hear. You can hear me. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna play a quick clip. Well. Okay. So. Okay. Uh, just because. Because I just I like to inform. You've heard this tune before. Hundred percent. You've heard this tune. Right. Like you've heard you it's it's you've definitely anyway I, I definitely have yeah the lyrics are I'm the very model of a modern major general I played that role recently not recently I mean semi recently Moderna we 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 need to talk about something please um yeah but dude it it uh I took it 
And at first it was such like it was in a drive-through clinic or whatever. And, you know, they, they give you the little thing to read and then they like, all right, you know, roll up your sleeve. Here we go. And then like, I didn't feel it. Like I didn't feel the needle go in. Mm -hmm. And I was like, huh, they do it. And they like slap the bandaid on there pretty quick. And like, I know they're trying to be efficient and, you know, make it smooth. And I was like genuinely worried, like sitting, doing your, your 15 minute, you know, whatever cool down thing. I was like, did I, did I actually get poked? Like, like maybe they're just going fast, you know, and they like, you know, miss it or they think they got it or whatever. Like, I, I don't, I didn't even feel anything like not even a little pinch, nothing. Maybe I just didn't get poked. And like, that's a bummer. I'll have to go sign up for another one or whatever. I don't know, but let's like give it some time. We'll figure it out. And then the next morning I woke up and I was like, oh, ho, 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 I definitely got it. Man, like I could not lay on that arm. It was rough, dude. It was rough. I had a sore arm and I had a headache that lasted like four days, but that was really all I had side effect wise. Mm. Yeah, it was tough for me to get from the bed to the couch. Jesus, I was... did you have a bad effect reaction to the second shot? Uh, not as bad as that. Yeah. Well, That's I guess weird. your immune system is just extra strong. From what I heard, though, it hits people harder who have never had COVID. It makes you think. I mean, being vaccinated, it's hard to know if you've had COVID, right? Because like it, right. it could be so mild that I think about that a lot because it's been like running through the daycare center mm-hmm. like in waves. Right after Thanksgiving, we had a huge wave. Shocker. I'm sure we're going to get one post Christmas. But like how I, I feel like there's no way I have not been. I know there's no way I haven't been exposed to it. So I wonder if I've had it. I don't know. In like a year from now, I really want to take an antibody test and just see. Be interesting. A year from now, for sure. With the way Omicron and stuff is is just ripping through the world. Anyway, I don't want to talk about COVID. Interesting stuff, man. Oh, this will this will lead us in. Okay, I'm going to start to land this plane here. We, my house, in June... Way back in June, we were having some construction going on the street and they dug up the whole street and repaved it. Now this went on for like three months until like October rolled around when they finally repaved it right before the first snowfall. Now in the digging up of the street, they turned off everybody's water and then returned it back on to like a different system, which means that the hot water tank and they also did that with the gas and the electric and all that kind of stuff. I wasn't home for it, but that means that the hot water tank got reset and the pilot light went out, which means you had to relight it. Now, I wasn't there for this, but they relit it, but then they like turned the thermostat down on it in order to relight the pilot light. I don't know, whatever. Now, I didn't, ha- I had like lukewarm water for like the past three months, mostly because I like neglected to tell my landlord and I was just like living with it. I finally told my landlord, hey, the water's not quite hot enough. It's kind of lukewarm, and I'm freezing to death every time I take a shower. So she fixed it, which is great. A plus. Now I have hot water finally, and, I'm, uh, and I'm, it's, it feels great. It's amazing to not take a lukewarm shower. Yeah. How many months was this going on, Isaac? It was probably like two, three months. Now, it only got really uncomfortable the last month when, like, the temperatures have, like, dropped into the teens and the zeros. Right. You're in Wisconsin the in the winter. Where the hot water heater is is a lot colder, which means it's colder in the pipes and colder in the room and, like, all and that. And colder on you. Yeah. 
Have I, I don't know if I've told this story. It's been a, this is a cold water shower story too. We're, we're really landing this plan, like you said. We, apparently there was no hot water for several days my second summer at camp. And the kids shower more than the staff do. I mean, I think that's probably a fairly common thing. Mm-hmm. Or maybe not. But we sent the, the boys in to go take a shower and they were all like, it's so cold, it's so cold. We hadn't been in the shower yet that week. So we were like, come on, it's not that cold, man up, like, you're fine. Just get in, wash yourself, get out. And they did. And later that night, I was like, ah, I have a chance to take a shower. I'm going to go do that because I'm gross and sweaty and buggy and greasy. (laughs) And I hear these, like, genuine yelps of pain coming from the shower house. And I poke my head in and two of my buddies like, Ethan, there's no hot water, like, at all. Mm-hmm. It is too cold to be in this shower. They were like lathering up outside of the shower, sticking a single body, like sticking an arm in to wash the arm off and take it out because it was too cold to be in the shower. Mm-hmm. And I went in and that was also the case with me. It was like physically painful to a wild degree to be in the shower. I just think like all of us were like to so these 10 year old boys, like, yeah, you're fine. but couldn't stomach it ourselves. Uh, it sat with me for years now. I'm a coward. Well, speaking <laughs> of the shower. There's, how's the hot water in this one? The hot water is great in this one. Okay. Unlimited okay. hot water. Did you know that zombies are depicted as living, rotting corpses, right? Yes. Yet, delicate structures such as eardrums survive, giving them incredible hearing. Hmm. The first, first thing they lose is their eardrum. They just like fall right off, you know? Right. The entire ocean could be turned into holy water if a priest blessed it. That's true. It's all one body. What do you think? Kind of. Do you think uh, it does it? The power of a blessing. Like, what does that do for you, though? I mean, it stops vampires. Oh, that'd be the way to kill all the vampires. So, like, I mean, that's that's. I don't know what else holy water would do. I don't know what its purposes are besides vampire slaying. (laughs) Which and 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 baptizing people. And baptizing people. But what, what's the, like, what do you, do you think is, like, a radius of the blessing, or do you think it fills the whole container? I don't know. Because this, this shower thought assumes the whole container, but I gotta assume, like, it's one dude blessing, and it can't be a whole body of water like that. Can't be all of it. Like, it's one thing to bless a chalice. Isn't it bless an ocean? I don't know. I mean, does the Pope have a more, like, a bigger radius <laughs> the than, like... The Pope do it, but the other ones can't. Right, like, Father, Father Joseph from St barnacles is not going to be able to do it but like i don't know oh if you are a well-known spy you are probably not a good spy at all this i'm looking at you james bond touched, i was gonna say james bond int- goes to everyone he meets and, and uses his full name and then reminds you of it he's like hey, i'm bond james bond in case you missed it the first time this is my real name <laughs> which it is because when he gets married his his wife takes the name Bond, so that's his genuine name. And everyone's heard of him. Like, oh, Mr. Bond, your reputation precedes you. He's supposed to be, like, the best spy in the world. Yeah. You usually end up having to go to therapy because somebody else has never gone to therapy. I like that one. That was that was a deep one, though. Not uh, as deep as the ocean. As the holy water ocean. It really makes holy mackerel a whole different thing, doesn't it? Looking for that zigger. 
Mm-hmm. He's trying to find that last one to just, you know, cap it off. Okay, here we go. Okay. Beards can make a young man look older and an old man look younger. Do we think that's true? I would... Yeah, I think so. Fair enough. Because you think of, like... I guess we're not young anymore, but, like, you think of, you know, someone in their late teens with a beard, they definitely look older. Mm-hmm. But then I think of, like... Picture like a gray, gray-haired old man with no beard. Oh my god, it's an old dude. Once he got a beard, I don't know. If there's like a flare of like energy to that. Like, especially if it's a well-maintained beard. Like this man still puts in the effort. That feels. I don't know. Like there's some youth in that. So. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. One, one. What type of age effect do you think happened when I shaved my beard? I feel like I know you better without your beard than with your beard. True. I don't so know like if you younger, look younger or, or just, just more like accurate. Yeah, more accurate. What about when I shave my beard? I don't know. I haven't seen you without a beard in a long time. That's true, and hopefully you never will again. I'll never see your chin again. If I have anything to do with it, no one will ever see my chin. <laughs> I will be buried with my chin covered up. I'm gonna request like a special like cap to put over my chin, so when when my skin decays, there's still like a little cap on my skull. So weird. So weird. Alright, man. I think that's... <sighs> Alright, listeners, if you want to... That's all she wrote. Know, if you want to check us out, you can find us on Twitter at KetchupCast, spelled like the condiment KetchupCast. If you want to send us an email if you've got opinions on beards or small talk or anything else we discussed in this episode. If you're trying to find us, apparently CastBox is not... Uh... Dude, if you listen by cast box, I would suggest changing it. Stitcher maybe is an option. Mm-hmm. Or uh, iHeartRadio, we're on there. Oh, we have. Oh, does iHeartRadio only have iHeartRadio shows? No, because we're on it and we're not an iHeartRadio show. Oh, right. That's a good point. Yeah, we're an anchor show. Uh, speaking of which, thank you, Anchor, for hosting us. I don't know if I've ever thanked you. Uh, thank you, Anchor. At some point, I will get around to the sponsorship you offered us, I promise. <laughs> uh, and if you want to email, we already said that if you want to email us, you can email us at nocondiments at gmail.com. Uh, there's a link to support us or send in a voice message in the episode description. If you want to buy my book, that's in the episode description, The Stolen Stone. Uh, if you want to, I can't think of anything else they'd want to do. Can you? No, not a single thing. If you want to be my lover, you've got to get with my friends. That's the only other thing I can think of. That's a pretty good one. Is that Mariah uh, Carey? No, that's... Wait, who is... That's an older song. I don't know. Listeners, if you want to tell us who it is, now's your chance to email us and tell us how dumb we are for not knowing that. Please. Uh, this has been episode 56 of Ketchup Cast. Happy New Year. Wow, I haven't, you haven't listened since last, last year. Bye. <laughs>